0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: December 6, 2018. From Comedy
0: Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Ears edition. Trevor Noah. Our guest tonight is a professor of journalism at NYU. Jay Rosen is here. But first, as you can see, this is day three of Trevor being unable to speak. The doctor ordered him to rest his vocal cords. So, congratulations, society. You silenced another black man. (laughs) But he is still sitting here using a talking app on his phone. Say something, Trevor.
2: For quality assurance purposes, this show may be recorded.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Now let's catch up on today's headlines. For a few months now, the U.S. and China have been in a trade war, which, let's be honest, it's the most boring kind of war there is. Until now.
3: All right, breaking news. A new rift potentially between the United States and China after an executive for a Chinese tech giant, Huawei, was arrested in Canada.
1: Meng Wanzhou is her name. She's the daughter of Huawei's founder. She may be sent to the U.S. to face reported charges of trying to evade U.S. sanctions on Iran. Chinese officials are calling on Canada to release her.
0: Did you get that? The U.S. and Canada just arrested the daughter of one of China's most powerful families. They are going full Game of Thrones on this trade war. I mean, how do you think President Trump would like it if China threw one of his kids
2: into prison? depends which kid.
0: Oh, yeah, no, good point. That's a good point. Also, if you have to get arrested, try to do it in Canada. They don't even do good cop, bad cop. It's just good cop, even nicer cop. <laughs> Moving on, breaking news from President Trump's New Jersey Golf Club, where he, we just found out that his housekeeper is an illegal immigrant. No. So, I guess Trump told us he'd build a wall, but he never said there'd be a service entrance. <laughs> Victorina Morales says that her job included making Trump's bed, cleaning his toilet, and ironing his boxer
2: shorts. Good God, talk about jobs Americans don't want to do.
0: (laughs) And Trump now says that because a housekeeper doesn't have legal papers, she'll be terminated, which I gotta tell you, I'm really surprised about. Usually if you're a woman in Trump's bedroom, the only document you need is an NDA. (laughs) Finally, some news from the world of entertainment. A big announcement from Justin Timberlake. The singer says he's postponing his remaining concert dates for December. He told Instagram followers that his doctors want him to continue to rest his voice. He's been pushing back shows since October for bruised vocal cords. Oh man, God, that is so sad. Justin Timberlake with no voice? Well, I mean, you know what that means. He's useless to society now. Because, you know, when you're an entertainer and you can't entertain, what good are you for?
2: Um, Desi?
0: Yeah, I mean, the only thing left to do is just take him out back
2: and um, turn him into glue. Desi, Blue. Desi mm-hmm. I have the same problem with my vocal cords.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so weird. You guys, uh, attend the same orgies or something?
2: Sometimes, but not this time.
0: Huh, good to know. Let's move on to our top story. <laughs> Good, is it? Yeah. Money. When it started, it was seashells and beads and stuff, which was fine when we were scamming the Indians, but now we have a real economy. Anyway, we've since moved on to coins and paper money, but now even that seems out of date. We've all- the saying that cash is king but more and more stores are going cashless so that means leave your cash at home and you got to bring your credit card chain restaurants like tender greens airlines like united and delta don't take cash
1: on flights anymore even fitness studios like bar method only take plastic
0: safety is a big reason restaurants say they're going cash free no cash means nothing for thieves to run off with That's right, no more cash means no more robberies until the bad guys start mugging your Venmo.
2: Look out, he's got a knife emoji.
0: (laughs) And while cashless seems like the wave of the future, there are some downsides that you may not have thought of. Experts warn about the people who may be left behind, so-called unbanked consumers. A 2015 federal survey found that 7% of American households had no checking or savings accounts. It's more than twice as high for African Americans and Latinos.
1: Businesses accepting only credit or debit disproportionately deny service to this city's most vulnerable people. What happens if you're homeless? What happens if you're undocumented? What happens if you're too poor to have credit? What happens if you're underbanked?
0: That's right, going cashless can discriminate against people who can only pay in cash. Not to mention how unfair it is on the people on the cash. You know, just when Harriet Tubman's gonna get on the 20, all of a sudden we're not taking it anymore? (laughs) She's gonna be like, bitch, I just got here. (laughs) For more on the move towards cashless, we're joined by our senior junior correspondent, Jabuka (laughs) Young-White!
3: Thank you, Desi. Thank you, Desi. Thank you, Dimple Alexa.
0: So so Jaboogie, how do young people feel about the end of cash?
3: Oh, this is amazing. I mean, cash is trash. (laughs) It's bulky, it's easy to lose, and it's literally gross. Like, think about it, people are passing it around with their germy hands, then they snort coke with it, and then they stick it in a G-string, and then the last thing you touch before you eat a slice of pizza is that cash. (laughs) People are happy when they find money in the ground, but that shit was on the ground. You know? Like, sure, you found 20, but now you gotta spend 400 on antibiotics. <laughs> Cash is basically chlamydia that you use to buy Snickers, essentially.
2: But, Jabuki, don't young people care about all the downsides?
3: Oh, don't waste your battery. I'm gonna get to that. Uh... As a millennial, I'm all about the end of cash, you know? But then on the other hand, I'm a millennial, which means I care about things like social justice and plastic straws and shit. (laughs) And there's a lot of marginalized people that can't get a credit card or a fancy phone or even a bank account. So it's like a subtle form of discrimination, like when the sign outside the club says, no baggy pants or no good dancers, like, we know who you're talking about. Speaking of good dancers, going cashless is going to make strip clubs like hella boring. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you can't pay a stripper with like Apple Pay. You know, <laughs> just like one dollar cent, one dollar cent, one dollar cent, like.
0: saying is young people created this cashless world and now they don't want to live in it?
3: Well, yeah, but we could also solve it. I mean, if there's one thing that young people like, it's bringing back old shit. (laughs) Vinyls, beards, Jeff Goldblum, that was us. (laughs) That's why I'm trying to get ahead of the curve and make some artisanal cash at home in my bathroom. (laughs) It looks authentic, right? I'm selling it on Etsy if you want to get in on it, Desi. Dude,
2: making counterfeit money is a felony.
3: Okay, okay, calm down, RoboCop. <laughs> Let's just keep this between us and Benjamin Jefferson.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm gonna take this. Shibuki Young-White, everybody! We will be right
2: back. Welcome back. My guest tonight is an NYU professor, media critic, and an ambassador for a new reader-funded journalism initiative called The Correspondent. Please welcome Jay Rosen. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Jay, and welcome to the future.
1: Indeed. This is the future.
2: This is quite strange. Yeah, but you're good as a woman. (laughs) You're launching a new space where people can get their news. Yeah. But what's going to set it apart from other
1: news online? (laughs) I'm glad you asked. Well, uh, The Correspondent is the world's most successful member-funded ad-free news site. They started in 2013 in the Netherlands. They have 60,000 members who pay 70 euros a year because they believe in the kind of journalism that the correspondent does. No ads, no corporate sponsors, no billionaires, no clickbait, no tracking you around the web the way Facebook does, no targeting you with uh, data, uh, and no 24 hour uh, news cycle because the correspondent is deeply reported. Journalism about events under the surface froth that uh, preoccupies most of the online media. And um, they have a rule. No reporting about problems unless you also report about what we can do about it, what you can do about it, what we as a society can do about it. So they've been successful in the Netherlands. Now they want to move from Dutch language to English language publishing. I'm helping them do that. You can help them do that by going to thecorrespondent.com and reading about their principles and signing up to be a member. One of the
2: most significant (laughs) principles of The Correspondent that distinguishes it from other journalism is that it won't take any money from advertisers. Like Taco Bell, which makes delicious tacos, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no ads... What impact do you think that will have on reporting the news?
1: No ads is huge. If you don't have ads... You don't need daily traffic quotas. If you don't have to have daily traffic quotas, you don't have to report the same stories that everybody else has because they're clicking on them. Um, And you can cultivate a kind of calm in your news site that uh, differs from the rest of the web. And this is a big principle of the correspondent is that it's not trying to just grab your attention all the time. It assumes that you will grant your attention to something because they're not selling your attention to a third party. And that's why membership, direct support between journalists and the people who think it's important, is so key.
2: What do you think the press could be doing better
1: in their coverage of President Trump? I have three suggestions. Uh, One is don't let him be your assignment editor, don't chase every tweet, and remember that access to something that's fundamentally misinforming in the first place is not really worth anything. Are you speaking about the briefing room? (laughs) The briefing room has been ruined by the Trump administration. It used to be one of the great and most powerful communication spaces in the world, with the seal of the president of the United States, that podium, which is so official-looking. And messages went out from there to the rest of the world. And now it's become like, uh, well, actually like this place. You know, it's like laughs. You know, it's like a... (laughs) It's it's sort of like a a comedy studio in a lot of ways. So uh, I don't understand this because the the briefing room is one of the great communication stages in the world. It's an aspect of presidential power, and now it's almost useless, which is why uh, two days into the uh, Trump uh, administration, I recommended that the news network send their interns to the briefing room Mm -hmm. because that's not where the action is gonna be. Take your most talented, experienced people, and have them do outside-in reporting, let interns man the briefing room, and that would be a better system, but they didn't listen to me. Can news
2: ever truly be unbiased? Even without advertising, humans still hold their own beliefs, which is why us robots are taking over.
1: I'm in sympathy with your robots. no, I think it's smarter for journalists to say, here's where I'm coming from, and here's what I discovered in my reporting, and not try and take the view from nowhere.
2: You are trying to raise $2.5 million before December 14. Yes. And if you don't raise it, everyone gets their money back. Yeah. Like a Kickstarter. Why $2.5 million? And what exactly does
1: that money go to? million is to start up the English language version of The Correspondent built on the same principles and it's the amount of money we think we need to have a minimum viable newsroom to begin doing the same kind of journalism that's been successful in the Netherlands, here in the US and the English speaking world uh, around the globe. And so uh, we're asking people to um, give us a start, give us a year to show that this actually is a different kind of journalism. And at thecorrespondent.com, you can learn about our principles and also sign up to be a member. 18,000 people have already done that, but we still need uh, a million three more. Be the change you want to see. Thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you so much, (laughs)
2: For more information and to join the campaign, go to thecorrespondent.com. Jay Rosen, everybody.
1: The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com.